Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Millennial Learns. Thank you all so much for tuning into this week's podcast episode. This week, we're doing something different. Usually, in our episodes, I choose a topic I don't know much about, and then I learn about it, and I present it to you, and we all hopefully learn together. This week, I'm just going to talk about my opinions on something, and let me know what you think. I'll, I'll create a poll on the episode, so you can kind of write in with your opinions. But we're going to be talking about the Barbie movie. And before you click out, <laughs> um, we're just going to be talking about one specific scene in there. And that is the scene where America Ferreira, who is like the owner of the Barbie, and she's a mom, is talking to Barbie and she says, oh, it's literally impossible to be a woman. And she goes into this long speech about how you know you have to be thin but not too thin you have to do this and not that and they expect you to do this but you can't be like that or else that's rude so we're gonna go over the whole speech because when I saw it in the movie theater I went for my friend's birthday she wanted to see the Barbie movie and I didn't really know what was in store so I thought it was gonna be like Barbie goes to the real world and it's all fun and whatever and it was a big statement about feminism and the patriarchy and if like I heard the word patriarchy one more time in the movie I was just gonna leave basically I was like I'm so done with hearing the word patriarchy and I know there's like all these complex feminist arguments you know about what true feminism is versus like what they're representing or you know there's like many discussions around this but when this scene came up talking about like it's so impossible to be a woman because of these societal standards on women my visceral reaction was like a big eye roll and like, oh, I hate this movie. But everyone around me in the theater was like crying and then a round of applause broke out and there was yelling and whooping and like just complete opposite. And since then, I was like, how? I don't know. I've just been thinking about why my reaction was so much different and why I think that this message that is pushed on women that it's impossible to be a woman. Which, like, you can make a, a case that some of the things in the Barbie movie, like, some of the points they made, they were showing is, like, the wrong way to do feminism and, like, this new way is, is balanced and so maybe not everything can be taken at face value. But there was really no follow-up to this other than at the very end she just decided she wanted to be a woman because she loved feeling like a woman when they just complained about how terrible and bad it felt. You know, I guess you could argue that at the end they discover that it's great to be a woman after this speech, but that's not what the audience was. The audience wasn't applauding because of the revelation they had at the end that they liked being a woman. The thing that the audience in my theater was hooping and hollering about was the fact that it's impossible to be a woman. So I just want to talk about it. I want to break down the speech because it was like so people were like crying watching it and, and it was so impactful and I think it's really anti-feminist and detrimental to women so let's just break it down I'll redo the speech and I'll get my thoughts let's get into the episode Okay, as promised.
promised, we are going to be reading the speech. So this is when Margot Robbie, beautiful, playing Barbie, basically like complains and says that it's so hard to be a woman and she doesn't feel pretty enough or smart enough or whatever. And then this human woman says this, it is literally impossible to be a woman. You are so beautiful and so smart and it kills me that you don't think you're good enough. Like we have to always be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for more for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but also always be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane, but if you point that out, then you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to st stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and always be grateful. But never forget that the system is rigged, so find a way to acknowledge that, but also be grateful. You never, you have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory and no one gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. And if all that is also true for adults just representing women, then I don't even know. Okay. So, that's the speech. And, you know, America Ferreira performed it better than me. So if you weren't crying at my rendition, then I understand. But people were definitely crying at hers. Now, this is completely, in my opinion, an anti-feminist rant to be giving. So the feminism that has been pushed down my throat my whole life, this modern feminism, is that you're strong. You're you stand up for yourself. You are should be unapologetic. Honestly, some which you know there's some good things about that. Like stand up for yourself, advocate for yourself. That's good, all good and well for women to do. Now sometimes is that message like overdone and maybe a little bit annoying. Yes, it, you know in the modern world it's like don't have any regard for anyone else's feelings. Just be you and be yourself and like you are who you are and don't change and. You know, I see these memes about like women in the office and how you should respond to things. And instead of saying, thank you, thank you, they just say like, thank you for doing your job as expected or something. You know, it's kind of like rude. People kind of want to be spiteful. And that is seen as feminism. Now, of course, that's not all feminism, but I would say that the current feminist ideology says that you should be strong, stand up for yourself, really not care as much about other people's feelings, just you do you. Be strong and confident in yourself. Again, there's some good things in that, but it also can be perverted to be something not great at times. So this rant, this complaining, like five paragraph complaint is like so anti that message to me. It's like, okay, first of all, do you think that any, any decision that you will make in today's world especially with the internet, 
is going to be accepted by 100% of people. I don't think there is a single decision that you can make in your life that will be accepted by everyone. So there will always be criticism. The thing is like, if you, you know, you have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. What message is that sending to, to girls? First of all, if you ask for money, sure, a minority of people might say that's crass. Guess what? A large other population is going to say, good for you. Advocate for yourself. Get your money. You know? So, like, this speech only focuses on the negative things that people could say about decisions that you're making as a woman. Yes, you can be thin. Someone will say you're too thin. Someone will probably say you're still too big. Someone will still say you're ugly. But guess what? A lot of other people will say, you go queen. You're so, you are perfect just the way you are. Love yourself, you know? So there are positive things that people are saying as well. But this says that in order to be a woman, I have to wade through so much criticism. Well, guess what? So does everyone. Everyone gets criticized for every decision you make. And this especially is what happens when you live online. When you have like, when you're hearing the opinions of like thousands of people because you're online all the time, of course it's going to feel like this. You know, because our brains take in and, and remember the negative things better than the positive things a lot of times. They're more impactful. And so, you know, there will literally be a negative comment for every single thing you do in life. That does not mean it's impossible to be a woman. It means there are some people that don't get it and just let them not get it, you know? This is so much victim in a speech of like, well, I'm doing something and not everyone's excited about it. Not everyone's cheering me on. There's some criticism. It's like, yeah, that's just life for everyone, not just women, for everyone. Have you seen how much men get criticized? Please. So that was my first point. It's just anti-feminist to me to just continuously be saying like, it's so hard to be a woman, you know, it's so hard and, and it's impossible and all these people are saying mean things about me. It's like feminism, I thought, was supposed to be like, hey, take your power back. We are equal. Show up and be strong. And this speech just says like, oh, we're weak. We can't take some criticism. I don't know. That's just how it came off to me. Um, so... Okay, the next thing, the next bullet point, I just did some bullet points here to make sure I touch on everything I wanted to, but this speech rings true, I think. When you get all of your validation from men, what men say, and what, what the world says about you. So, again, this kind of circles back to, like, your, everything you do is going to be criticized, but if you're getting your validation from what the world or society collectively is saying, and there will always be some criticism in that, then you will always feel bad about yourself. Again, there's not a single decision you will make in the world where everyone will sign off and say that that's a great thing. So talking about the like how this portrays women as super weak and kind of complainy, there's this TikTok trend now. I don't know if you saw, like I think it's the Golden Globes or something. Joe Coy made a joke about how, um, you know, Oppenheimer is this like amazing movie that's based off complex things and blah, blah, blah. And then Barbie is just a movie about boobies. And these 
you know, everyone, you know, it wasn't a good joke. I, I will say that. First of all, it was just a lazy joke. And second of all, it's like, okay, that is kind of, it's a bad joke. Now, personally, I think part of the joke was like he was trying to trigger everyone like that. So I think the reaction of this is like part of the joke, if that makes sense. But anyway, so Joe Coy made this joke about how feminism is about boobies. And TikTok, there's a new trend apparently on TikTok where the audio is Joe Coy's joke about Barbie overlaid with America Ferreira's speech that I just read about how it's impossible to be a woman. And then people are like taking off their makeup, I guess, and crying and saying like, it's so hard to be a woman crying. How are we supposed to be taken seriously if this is how we respond to a bad joke? Like, come on. I just don't understand. If there's feminism, like we... I don't know. Like, I'm not even a big fan of feminism in how it's portrayed today. But now I'm not a fan of, like, at least be consistent. Feminism says be strong, be out there, be cr be crazy almost. Like, be you. Who cares? Don't care what other people think. Do you. And then they're saying, but if someone criticizes you, cry in your bathroom, put this TikTok audio sound on, and make sure everyone knows how deeply it hurt you. You know what a strong woman does is shakes it off and keeps going and keeps doing great things and it just like makes it all seem like a big joke like who is taking that seriously that's not doing anything for the, like the reputation of women if you want to be you know if you want women to be equal and taken seriously and stuff maybe don't do that you know that's just my opinion okay the other the next point is that half of the problems that were talked about in here were caused, in my opinion, by feminism. Because it says you have to, we have to lead. We have to have money. We have to be a career woman. It's like, guess what? We didn't have to before. Now it's expected that women are in the workforce, okay? And I know that true feminism is that every woman gets a choice and, and their choice gets respected. Which is true. Like, I think actual feminists, like, if you want to be a stay-at-home mom, respect your choice. But I'm just telling you that when I was in college, I knew that I wanted to, at some point, be a stay-at-home mom. And I told the group of other women engineers in my group, or in my class, at one point. And the most crap I've ever gotten from anyone about being a stay-at-home mom was from the other women in my class. Like, how could you want to do that when you're getting a degree and you're getting educated and we're, like, going to be in the workforce and, like, you should be representing, you know, women in the workforce. Like, you'd be great. But it's like, a man never said that to me. Only other women did. And now we've made it this thing where, like, women have to work. And you know who kind of backpedaled? <laughs> like, all the women who realized that they would also rather be home with their kids. You know, and not every woman wants to be home with her, her kids or, you know, be a stay-at-home mom. And people aren't financially able to do that a lot of times. So I totally understand that. But I'm saying, like, the most pushback I've gotten with that decision is from other women. That's probably not everyone's experience, but it has been mine. Other 
like educated feminist women they're the only ones that have torn down my decision to be more traditional so I know there were other problems before third wave feminism and before women entered the workforce in bigger numbers and there were definitely other problems so I think we have overall made progress but it's like it's hard to complain about the pressures of being a career woman and also being a mom when you made that the norm and you wanted that to be the norm saying we can do it all we can be moms and career women and then you turn around and say it's impossible to be a woman it's impossible to have a career and be in a, a career and that's high pressure and stuff and also I'm supposed to be a great mom and I'm supposed to love being a mom well we didn't have to and guess what you still don't have to if you just don't care about what other people think you know so it's like did these other women talking about me being a stay-at-home mom in a negative way make me not want to be a stay-at-home mom? No. Because I know God is calling me to be a stay-at-home mom. So it's all about also where you get your validation. And that's the, the next thing. My last point is if you've been listening for a while, you know that I'm a Christian. And I don't think this is purely for Christians, but it does... Well, I believe the true root of it is solved when you're a Christian, but there are plenty of people that don't think it's impossible to be a woman when they're not a Christian. But just from my point of view as a Christian, I just don't relate to this at all because when you know who you are separate from what the world thinks about you, it's easy to not care. It's easy to not care that much about criticism because I know where God's called me and that right now is being home with my with my kids. So I don't need to like look at the world and say, oh, does that woman over there think that I'm less of a feminist because I'm home with my kids? Does that man over there think that being a stay-at-home mom is super easy and that I'm just like sitting here and it's kind of a, a vacation? That doesn't bother me. Like there are comments online about stay-at-home moms all the time and people get so defensive, but it's like, if you know you're supposed to be a stay-at-home mom, if you love what you're doing, it doesn't matter like what people say. So like when I know that my identity is in Christ, I know who I am and I don't need the world to tell me who I am. And if they say who I am, if they say something about who I am, that's not true then it doesn't really matter to me because I know it's not true. When someone says something and it's maybe true and it's like about a fault, maybe that stings a little bit and valid criticism is welcome. Or, you know, like how if your friend brings up a concern about you or something and, it, and you know that it's true, that can sting a little bit. But like things like this where you just say, oh, I can't ask for money because they'll think it's crass. Why do you care? Why do you care? You don't have to care about that. Yeah, some people will say every single decision you make is wrong. But when your validation comes from doing what you know is right, being where you know you should be, saying, I am a child of God. I am his. It doesn't really matter what these other people are saying. So to sum this whole thing up, this speech, it just reminds me of like, being a ship in a storm. When you're in Christ or when you just know who you are and you get your validation from yourself, from 
the Lord. You are anchored in a firm foundation and you're not blown all around. But when you just are looking to the world to see what is accepted and what is the right thing and who's saying this and who's saying that. Oh, now the trend is going this way. Oh, someone said that I'm crass for asking for money. Someone said I'm too thin. Eh, it doesn't matter. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at this, you know, but I think the problem is like one, living constantly online and then two, taking the those comments to heart. And that's where this kind of whole speech, that's where the attitude I think comes from. So is it impossible to be a woman? No. Not if you're anchored in the Lord. Not if you don't get your validation from the world. But if you're getting your validation from what everyone else says about you, then yes, it is impossible to be a woman. It's impossible to be a human being. Because everyone will have criticisms. So that is what I believe. And again... I bet that there's an argument that at the end of the movie, when she like turns into a woman and has the whole arc of, you know, realizing that it is beautiful to be a woman and all these great things about womanhood that, you know, this is the whole arc where she thinks it's terrible. And then she comes around and it's actually great to be a woman. That is, I'm sure an argument, but again, I will reiterate that my theater was not clapping because of the story arc of how great it was to be a woman. They were clapping because of the speech about how it is impossible to be a woman. And that is the takeaway from a lot of people. So, root yourself in the right thing. Root yourself in the Lord. And the criticisms of the world do not matter. And that is the episode. Thank you all so much for listening. I will be back next week with another probably historical episode. Um, learning some history together. So, I'll see you then. Bye, everyone. Let me know what you think about this speech. I will open a poll on the podcast. Also, make sure to rate and review the podcast. I would really, really appreciate it. I hope 2024 is a big year for the podcast. So share it with a friend if you love the podcast. Um, And subscribe on all the platforms. Leave me a review. Rate it. All that good stuff. Thanks, everyone. Bye.